Welcome to The Irrational Realist, a lighthearted take on everything from A to Y, because I know nothing about Zen, zombies, or zebras, so why fake it? Welcome to Episode 3, Alien Life. Can we please agree Earth isn't the best the universe has to offer? For centuries, we have been fascinated with the heavens and what more could be out there. Unidentified flying objects or UFOs and unidentified aerial phenomenon or UAPs have been spotted in our airspace for thousands of years. Yes, normally it's Jasper and his best buddy Skeeter that saw a flying saucer where they were pounding beers out on Old Miller Road, but we've also seen cave drawings from a thousand years ago that depict an alien or spaceship. So that either tells us UFOs have been around for thousands of years, or drunk Jaspers and Skeeters have been around for thousands of years. Humankind has been pondering these questions for centuries. Does alien life really exist? If so, what do they want from us? Did they build the pyramids of Giza, Machu Picchu, the Nazca Lines, and Starbucks? Are they already here walking amongst us? In Independence Day, how did Jeff Goldblum send a virus to a technologically superior alien star fleet with a mid-90s Mac PowerBook when Apple isn't compatible with anything? I'll attempt to answer all of these questions over the next 30 minutes with facts, theoretical assumptions, and scientific wild-ass guessing. First, does alien life really exist? Well, what do you think? Are you of the mind that the universe is too vast for Earth to be the only planet with life? Are you disliking this music just as much as I am? Do you think we on Earth are as good as it gets in the approximate 95 billion light years of the universe? A common sense says we can't be alone in the world, and we can't be the only civilization that was created or survived. Whether you believe there is a higher power or not, this universe is so vast, there could be a million more places just like Earth out there, and we would never know it. It would take humans 37,200 years to travel just one light year. But if we believe that there is life out there, how would they get here if it would take them that long to travel in space? Easy. Wormholes. A wormhole is a hypothetical structure that looks like two funnels connected at the necks. If you were to travel through one end, through the connected necks, and out the other side, you could hypothetically travel through an infinite amount of space or time or to another place or time. Now, a wormhole has never been found to exist, but that doesn't mean they don't. A really smart man named Albert Einstein thought that they did and who am I to argue with him? If wormholes do exist, and they have for millions of years, then that could explain alien life visiting our planet over and over since caveman Jasper and Skeeter could chisel it out on the cave walls. There is a place outside Roosevelt in Utah called the Skinwalker Ranch. There have been numerous movies, documentaries, and shows depicting the hundreds, if not thousands, of documented cases of UFOs, UAPs, strange creatures, and unusual electromagnetic activity that happens on, around, or above the ranch for the past few decades. A skinwalker in Navajo lore is a type of harmful witch that has the ability to turn itself into, possess, or disguise themselves as another animal. A shapeshifter in other legends. Many large wolf or coyote-like creatures that are impervious to bullets have been reported at the ranch. Several have attacked livestock, leaving them scarred or in many cases stripped of internal organs without spilling a drop of blood. 
I would be remiss if I didn't mention the ranch has its detractors, one of which was a former owner of the ranch who believes that the man he sold it to manufactured the entire thing for publicity. Okay, but who would do that just to sell their property for more money than it's worth? That's just silly. However, in 2016, a man named Brandon Fugel purchased the ranch and hired a team of scientists to thoroughly investigate it 24-7. They recorded everything, and it airs on the History Channel as The Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch. What they found is nothing short of incredulous, one of which is the possibility of a wormhole on the ranch. Now, I'm not going to spoil the show for you so you can watch it and come to your own conclusions. However, the evidence is very compelling, and it begs the question, do wormholes really exist? If the answer is yes, then what does that mean for mankind? My thought is that eventually we will find a way to monetize the wormhole. Yeah, I think so. Will Amazon eventually sell wormholes online? And will you purchase the entire wormhole or will it be billed per transaction? So in other words, will your credit card be charged each time you use it and be charged more or less depending on where and when you travel to? Because I'm thinking traveling to 1973 to watch Secretariat win the Triple Crown would cost a lot more than traveling to, say, Minnesota in February, but I could be wrong. I do have to say it would be nice to walk out of your bedroom into your office with no travel time. Oh, wait, I work from home, so I I guess I do that every day. But it would be nice to walk out of your bedroom straight to the store to pick up milk or bread or Chick-fil-A. Of course, Once we all got used to traveling in wormholes, the government would tax your trips and then the price would triple. Then it just wouldn't be fun anymore and we'd all go back to driving now that gas is 10 cents a gallon. So never mind. Wormholes suck. So then do wormholes really exist? The answer is a definite maybe, but we probably just don't know the 10 digit password with a capital letter number symbol and alien thumbprint to open it yet. Getting back to Skinwalker Ranch, it's not just scientists, residents, and the occasional Jasper and Skeeter that see these phenomena. Native Americans have been painting flying objects and strange creatures on their walls of the surrounding landscape at Skinwalker Ranch for centuries. The most amazing thing is they also have painted and constructed out of stones curly-looking figures that the ancient Utes and Navajo would describe as representing portals to other worlds. FYI, portals would be just another word for wormhole before Einstein made it up. There have been more than one report of circular lights appearing with dark figures stepping out through the other side. No evidence of alcohol, hallucinogens, or Dr. Strange were involved before the sightings, but very unique nonetheless. However, I do have an eyewitness account. I have a close friend of mine that lived and worked in the Uinta Basin just south of Skinwalker Ranch for several years. Jeff Atwood has a story of coming home from work about 3.30 in the morning and seeing, quote, a bluish light that zipped back and forth across the sky at hundreds of miles per second, unquote. He also says he has co-workers that claim to have seen creatures that looked like, quote, standing skinny coyotes, unquote, as well as other events that happened in the sky that he just could not explain. Now, Jeff isn't one to make up stories for publicity, and I'm quite sure he did see what he saw. Not being able to explain it is frustrating and a bit intimidating, I'm sure. 
So have we proven without a shadow of a doubt that aliens do in fact exist? Yes, of course we did. Okay, well, we might have proven that there's crazy stuff going on with the Skinwalker and wormholes will be sold on Amazon at some point. But I'm still sticking with my first assumption that aliens do most likely probably might exist. The universe is way too big for just little of us to be the only intelligent <clears throat> life out there. In 2004, a Navy pilot came into contact with an object that traveled at speeds far superior than anything we had and took a video of it. The video was named the Tic Tac video due to the shape of the object. That same kind of object was videotaped three more times in 2014, 2015, and 2019. There is a slight chance the Chinese now have drone technology that could do this, but definitely not in 2004. Well, then what was it? Again, the universe is just too big for Earth to be the only planet with advanced technology. Just ask Jasper and Skeeter. Well, now that we know without a shadow of a doubt that aliens definitely might exist, what do they want from us? I mean, what do we have that they would really need? Resources? Like water or minerals or rare metals or oil? Are they secretly mining our planet for some rare element that they foolishly depleted on their own planet? Or do they just want to sightsee as they're passing through our atmosphere on one of their alien family vacations? Hey, Dad, look, it's Las Vegas. You really can see the degradation of Earthlings from here. Or is it our life form? Are they taking over the bodies of our heads of state, government officials, and influential figures like parasites to slowly conquer the world and sneak cocaine into the White House? Or maybe I just watch too much TV. Well, then what do they want? It's obvious we aren't nearly as intelligent as they are. I mean, we eat Tide Pods and take selfies of ourselves with venti ice pumpkin chai lattes. Why would they even care about unfiltering the human race unless they can get something out of this? So let's say for shins and giggles that aliens exist and have already been here. That's not necessarily a crazy statement as there is a ton of information that could substantiate that. The Pyramids of Giza. Okay, I was raised in the Lebanon Presbyterian Church with Woody Harrelson. True statement. Woody, if you're listening, give me a shout. I'll interview on my podcast and make you famous. But the church taught us that the Israelites built the pyramids. I'm not here to debate theology, so let's park that thought in the recesses of your brain for now. If they did not, then who did? Now, there is also evidence that shows there were pyramid workers, but could they have had help? Common sense and a little sci-fi imagination says, yes, they built the pyramids, but with help from an even more advanced civilizations from the stars. It is not beyond the imagination to believe skilled contractors existed in the days of Moses and Steve Martin's King Tut, but how did they lift millions of stones weighing two tons each to construct the three pyramids? Things that make you go, hmm. It's a mystery. In Peru, there is another improbable structure called Machu Picchu. Machu Picchu was built by the Incas at the top of a mountain with extraordinarily large stones the size of cars cut precisely that were supposedly hauled to the top by Inca workers. First, that is an almost impossible task even today. And second, they had much smaller stones available that would have done the job structurally, so why go to all that trouble unless they had help from above? Am I saying Machu Picchu was constructed by aliens? 
Of course I am. It's my podcast. Yes, I know the theory has been debunked, but how can we really know for sure since the Incas are extinct? Most likely killed off by aliens so they couldn't reveal the truth. Huh. Let's talk Nazca lines. This is probably the least known, but the most unusual of my four examples. Nazca lines are giant figures carved into the Earth's surface in Peru for absolutely no reason. Dating back to 500 BC, these figures are in the shapes of a hummingbird, spider, a monkey, a tree, several others, and a giant. Well, I guess that's the best giant sound we can hope for on a low budget. But these lines can be seen from other mountains, but best from a vantage point in the sky, which ancient Peruvians did not have access to. Or did they? Even today, scholars, archaeologists, anthropologists, and even people on Facebook are bewildered as to how he got there, what they were for, or who made them, and why Elon Musk hasn't bought them yet. Classified information. Okay, let's talk about Starbucks. Okay, this one was a joke, but is it really? First of all, there is star in the name. That's curious. But more revealing is if you wanted to overthrow a civilization, the easiest way would make a drink that everyone would get addicted to and then add a mind-altering drug to make everybody compliant. Think about it. If you think you still can think for yourself. She thought she was in control. How wrong she was. If aliens exist and they've been here, are they still walking amongst us? This is not a far-fetched question if we just sit back and look around. We've gone from living in log cabins with fire for light to walking around with many computers in our pocket in less than 125 years. Even more amazing, we've gone from first flight by the Wright brothers to being on the verge of sending Jasper and Skeeter to Mars in just 120 years. Do we really think the same species that still thinks the Earth is flat and spends $2,300 per year at Starbucks altering their mind did all this on their own? I don't think so. We're the same species that couldn't figure out how to get our VCR to do anything except blink 12 o'clock. There's no way we invented the semiconductor. Nope, we've been reaping the rewards of a far advanced civilization for centuries. Here are some humans that I think are actually aliens walking among us today. Elon Musk. Like him or hate him, he's way too brilliant to be a human. He's just slow playing the whole Mars rocket thing so we don't catch on to him. But you can't fool me, Elon. His alien name, by the way. Tom Cruise. I have to forget for a moment that he made both Top Gun and Top Gun Maverick. Both are the greatest cinematic masterpieces of a generation. But he is definitely an alien for two reasons. First, he belongs to a religious cult that believes an alien named Xenu brought people back from Tigiak to Earth 75 million years ago and killed them all with hydrogen bombs, and now the spirits of the dead aliens attached to living humans causing them harm. And second, he made Vanilla Sky. George Lucas. I mean, how can one man know so much about space and travel, aliens and droids? He's an alien, of course. Area 51. Now, I know this is not a person, but the entire area is an underground city housing hundreds of aliens that have relocated. Every once in a while, they will come up topside to go to a Tom Cruise movie or get Starbucks, but most of the time they stay underground and mine the earth for precious metals. Rumor has it George Lucas filmed the bar scene from Star Wars there. Steve Buscemi? Well, of course he is. He doesn't even wear a mask to try to hide it. And lastly, let's refer back to Brandon Fugel, the owner of Skinwalker Ranch. 
Now, this is pure speculation, so let's not start any nasty rumors, but how easy would it be for Branda to purchase a Skinwalker Ranch, the most highly active place in the nation for alien activity? Then he hires scientists, probably other aliens, to investigate the alien activity around the ranch. It's brilliant, really, hiding in plain sight. He makes a ton of money off the secret of Skinwalker Ranch as he lets his buddies fly in and out of the wormholes on the ranch like it's freaking O'Hare Airport. They really are a more intelligent species. Now, obviously, I've taken some liberties in the name of comedy. We all know Steve Buscemi is not an alien. I mean, if he were, he'd do something to try to disguise himself, right? But the others, yeah, they're all aliens. You can probably throw in Oprah, Ted Nugent, Ozzy Osbourne, and Madonna. Chuck Norris, definitely not an alien. Aliens tried to abduct Chuck Norris one time, and they all woke up three hours later with no memory of the event and their clothes on Inside Out. What can we conclude from this? Well, this guy thinks aliens do exist, have been here, are walking around, and fly in and out of our atmosphere via wormholes at the Skinwalker Ranch. It isn't always Jasper and Skeeter that are eyewitnesses. Maybe the largest evidence that aliens and UAPs are real is that over the years, several reports have been made about flying objects from large groups and very well-respected sources. In 2008, over 40 people in Stephenville, Texas, all saw what was described as an enormous aircraft with flashing lights as big as a Walmart shoot across the sky without a sound, leaving two military jets in its wake with no problem. All 40 people saw the same thing, but the nearby military base said that the people all imagined it and they had no jets in the air that night. Hmm. Even people who have been to space have seen things. Buzz Aldrin, the astronaut, reported seeing his own UFO while aboard Apollo 11. He first thought it was a detached stage of the rocket until Mission Control said it was 6,000 miles away from them. Houston, we have a problem. Presidents, including Nixon, Carter, and Clinton, reported seeing UFOs, and other presidents report being denied access to classified files on aliens. We interrupt this program to bring you an important announcement. Just this year in July, a congressional hearing on UFOs was conducted where many members of the military swore under oath that the government knew more about UFOs than they were letting on. And one, David Grush, who worked in Air Force Intelligence, testified to the strangest claim that non-human biologics had been recovered from a UFO crash site. Whatever the conclusion, you can be sure that many people are as convinced as ever that the government is hiding something. I'm thinking they're hiding Tom Cruise's spaceship that will eventually take he and Xenu back to Tigiak to start a new race of five foot seven super actors. I feel the need, the need for speed. Unfortunately, for every valid claim, there are some crazy crackpots and attention seekers that seem to ruin it for all those legitimate crackpots and attention seekers. Take, for instance, Russell Kellett in Yorkshire, UK. Russell claims he has been investigating an alien abduction site and he has uncovered an underwater alien base. William Schaffner, not Shatner, but Schaffner of the Royal Air Force, was chasing a UFO off the coast of Scarborough near Filey Beach when his plane crashed. His body was never found and is thought to have been taken by the alien craft he was pursuing. Russell studied the site for 20 years, watching and filming UFOs going in and out of the water. 
he finally came to the conclusion it was an underwater alien base. Well, who wouldn't? Yes. Then there's Mike St. Lawrence. Mike may not believe in aliens or extraterrestrial events, but he's more than willing to profit off them. He sells insurance against being abducted by aliens. For only $24.95, you can get a $10 million insurance policy against alien abductions. No word on any payouts to date or how they'd even begin to prove it in the first place, but I'm sure Mike is enjoying the business from his beach property in Malibu. Mark H. remembers waking up to aliens by his bed, levitating his body, and then whisking him away to an open window of a spaceship where he had sex with one of the aliens. Then he was returned to Earth. Seems like a Me Too lawsuit to me. Maybe Mike St. Lawrence can recommend an attorney. And the most bizarre claim comes, again, from the UK. I'm seeing a pattern here. Scientists, and I use that term loosely, claim that space aliens are breeding with humans to produce a hybrid race that can withstand climate change. Over a thousand people have recalled their abduction through hypnotic regression, which allows them to remember the event that has been erased by the perverted aliens. Now, I don't want to alarm anyone, but Mark H. pretty much had the same recollection, and he wasn't from the UK. Look, if aliens are worried about climate change, then maybe we should be too, right? I suggest finding yourself an extraterrestrial on Tinder to help out the cause. No idea what space alien child support looks like, though, so again, get with Mike St. Lawrence on that attorney referral before you engage in saving the planet. Lastly, there have been more UFO sightings in Los Angeles, California than any other place in the country. I don't know why, but this doesn't seem like earth-shattering news to me. So here, if you want to have your own encounter, I suggest this easy, irrational realist five-step plan to increase your chances. Step one, go to LA. Step two, rent the Tom Cruise remake of The Mummy. Both Tom and Pyramids are represented here. Or better yet, go out and find Tom and have him recreate that epic Oscar-worthy mummy performance. Number three, grab a Starbucks and maybe some alcohol. Number four, hunker down with your friends Jasper and Skeeter. And number five, yeah, maybe bring some condoms just in case. We don't need any more crazy alien babies running around California now, do we? (laughs) Over the years, there may have been many key events that had an alien influence. Fire electricity, the semiconductor, space flight, Taylor Swift's career. Maybe we did it on our own, but after watching the Kardashians, I have major doubts. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Irrational Realist. Please subscribe to The Irrational Realist for the latest episode every two weeks. For now, thank you for listening, and remember, podcast spelled backwards is taco, if the S, D, and P are silent. (laughs) 